Hello and welcome. My name is Ruth, aka Ruthless, from the podcast Ruthless Reviews. Today I have the distinct honor of being able to interview some of the cast and crew from a little independent film called Crazy Fat Ethel. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. You are? I'm Stephen Vessel. Athena. Shannon Morris. All right, thank you so much for being here, guys. Uh, so, just got a few questions for you all. Uh, how did you become involved with this project, Steve? Athena uh, was asked to uh, be a co-star in it, and then they needed somebody to fuck her in the ass. Okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's not Pretty so out of the ordinary. No, and I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> just a normal Friday. She never paid me, so you owe me some money. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, how about you, Shannon? Uh, actually, I met Doug on Facebook, and um, <clears throat> he was talking about Brian and an independent movie, Crazy Fat Ethel. This was back in 2012, I believe, so I've kind of been in bed with it for a long time. And then I spoke with him on the telephone. You mean you stopped me? <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, pretty much. <coughs> yeah. Shaman don't give up. <laughs> I'm just about to ask what kind of ad it was <laughs> coming from you. <laughs> 42nd Street. Yes, yeah. But yeah, that's that's exciting. Athena, how about you? Um, well, Brian and I were actually friends on Face Crack, and he reached out to me. He was like, hey, I noticed that you have a lot of uh, experience in independent film and stuff, and, you know, I've worked on many other projects before this, and so he seemed interested. We met up. We talked. He thought I was the perfect fit to play a whore. And, uh, no, well, I mean, no, I don't That's yeah. pretty much how that started, but now, like, it's <laughs> completely the opposite of my normal character, so that's acting. Nice. <laughs> and, and, and you are, you've been in a few films, right? I've been in quite a few films. All of them independent, yeah. I've that's... actually worked with names like Linnea Quigley and stuff, so. She's a sweetheart, and yeah. if you're listening to this, you should know who she is, but in case you don't, she was in a little film known as, uh... Return of the Living Dead? Yeah, that Maybe. one. Yeah. Uh, Night of the Demons. Hello. Oh, yes. yes. Night of the Demons. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Lipstick. Yeah. Silent Night, Deadly Night. Yeah. Yeah, she's been in a few films. Just saying. So, uh, tell us about your character. I play a character called Rose, and Rose is a prostitute, and she's a drug addict and a drunk and just all around kind of a nasty woman. And, uh, yeah, she does not really like her boyfriend, but I don't know why she's with him, honestly. Like, I guess the sex is really good. I don't know. I don't know. But, um, yeah, she was an interesting character to play because, like I said, completely opposite of my true character. So, you know, <laughs> uh, hence the acting and stuff. But <clears throat> it was interesting because my death scene we recorded on a very hot day, and it was... Oh man, the the apartment was sweltering because mm. we were in Jay's apartment and it was sweltering hot. The candles were melting in the kitchen. It was so hot, and yeah, like, <laughs> and so we had to ch we had to film Ethel chasing me uh, through the house a few times and then up and down stairs and stuff, and that was fun. Yeah, and then I actually got like the bloodiest bloodiest death, right? Like I had the most blood dumped on me, which is pretty exciting. I kind of look at it as like a, a tribute to Psycho, too, just because of the way and the place. And... Well, the shower was the only place somebody hadn't really been killed yet. you got to start getting creative. In this your, film. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Like, you gotta start getting creative when you've killed a bunch of people already, you know? Like, oh, where's this body gonna go? I will say that uh, Brian does come up with some unique ways of killing people. Yeah, I agree. Definitely, definitely. Steve's death is pretty good. I saw a few, Shannon. A few jaws drop with the bottle and the stomach, <laughs> stomach stomp. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's yeah. Of course, of course, Anne Joyce's death is probably the most gruesome. Oh yeah, yeah. Hers is pretty gruesome. That was uh, that was Days of the Dead 2017. That you did the per the premiere, the yeah. little yes. film festival. Oh yeah. 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 It definitely had a had a really good reception. I'm I think. glad they remembered. <laughs> it was yeah. a packed house. It yeah. was a packed <laughs> house. That was fun. And that was yeah. a good time. Louisville Gore Club hosting. Yeah. yeah. Good shout out to one of my favorite local <laughs> establishments. <laughs> so. Uh, Shannon, you have a really interesting character in this film. Yeah, hit me. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about him. Oh man, he's a he's a sleaze. He's a chauvinistic. He's a pig, and uh, he's a drug addict. He likes to beat women and sell them for sex. So basically, you're Kid Rock. Pretty much, pretty much, pretty much coat. <laughs> too much. I'm just kidding, ladies and gentlemen. Kid Rock, I'm sure you're a very nice gentleman. No, he's not. I'm sure. He's, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm sure he's, he's listening to this. Yeah. Right? You never yeah. know. <laughs> Sorry, Kid Rock. Don't sue us. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he kind of like I, I've known a lot of guys like that in real life, so I've I've seen like I've you know I live in I'm from the south, so I've seen guys get drunk and beat their wives like that, and I'm just that's kind of where he came from. Yeah. Okay, so you took real life inspiration to kind of yeah, yeah a little bit. So I was supposed to like hit her and smack her, and I I couldn't do it, so it kind of got. I had to like basically tell him that I didn't give a shit to hit me. Like right. I know you're not doing it on purpose. It's acting, but it kind of just got wedged down to so. me just throwing her on the bed and choking her, you know. Yeah. And I have to say, I was there to witness the the scene in the bar where she got to slap you, but they had to keep doing it because the audio might have been a little low. Yeah, on, yeah, on your well, side. yeah. Music that wasn't really there. You pretending, you know. You, you got to yell at somebody like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How many times did I slap you? Not enough. Twelve, I think. It was it was up there. I said ten, but yeah, I think you're right. It's and bad. at one point, I knocked you off the bar stool. Well, you were supposed to yeah. knock the hat off my head. That hat was one size too small. <laughs> yeah. So we couldn't didn't do it. Come off his head. <laughs> I said, you know what? Just how about she just slaps me across the jaw? Yeah. 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 So I kind of volunteered to slap. But I was gonna say you could have channeled was. that when you had the choker. Like, God, you bitch, slap me twelve times. Yeah. Well, yeah. didn't that happen? Didn't that happen first? Uh, we filmed the bar scene first. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. See, we did. Right, yeah. Right. I do my homework. You're correct. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right. That's right. But uh, that was that was fun. Um, you know, I yeah. didn't. <laughs> I got to take a little aggression out, and it looks. Yeah, weird. and uh, I don't think you were expecting me to hit you that hard the first time. Hell, I don't even really remember. <laughs> I, re- I remember like being slapped a bunch of times, and at that point, I'm everything's a blur. <laughs> That's a good shot. <laughs> I mean, I felt it, and I was on the other side of the bar. I was, like, down this way, and I was like, Jesus. Well, look, when she slaps me, my face is already red. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. Makeup. Yeah. So, yeah, that, I feel like that kind of sums your character up in a nutshell. Right, right. Even I hate him. A racist, misogynistic nutshell. Yeah, that's kind of racist sports. <laughs> that's kind of why I skimmed my head for the part. Yeah. Tell us about your character, Steve. 
I, I'm a horrible human being as well. <laughs> <laughs> this movie's full of good people. I was yeah. apparently this neighborhood is like the worst part of the town. Like, they're all kind of like grouped up together. What are you going to say? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Uh, uh, from what I do remember of the, of the character, I, uh, I was like, wow, going to have to dig deep for this one. Uh, even the sex scene was like, this is going to be so over the top. <laughs> so that was the point of that whole scene. That was probably one of and the... And it's nice to get laughs when I'm like, really uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was a highlight. On screen with 40 of my friends, I'm like, oh, here we go, here yeah. it is. That was... I love it. You that... weren't the one getting fucked in <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie, that part, and then when the, they're talking about, like, victims, and they show, like, the cops board, and that picture of you, you're like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping he had like that. this big grin <laughs> and thumbs up. It was it was funny. Oh my gosh, it, it, I deserve to die. It's okay. I mean, but you know, so you were her boyfriend though, or were yeah. you were her no, John? He was, well, no, I was, he was, I was just I was, just, I was just a John. Yes, I was okay, just John. No, no, yeah. No. Hence, you know, it's prostitute. Yeah. Well, I don't know. He I was get... he was technically my boyfriend, I guess. Okay. Like, my pimp boyfriend, whatever. But yeah. <laughs> She thought it was more than it was. This John shows yeah. up on the wrong day and gets killed. But what know. a horrible thanks for calling me. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie though. I did feel a little sorry for the Rose character. I'm not gonna lie, especially, and I'm not gonna give anything away. You have to watch the movie when you find out kind of who her character is, and you're just like, oh, that poor unfortunate lady. She could have gone so many different ways if she wasn't a part of that fucked up storyline. She had hopes and dreams. We don't know anybody like that. She was a tortured soul, but sometimes you're just born into a family that ends up killing you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You're basically in a Rob Zombie film, but not. Because it's a Brian Norton film, and he is amazing. Right. But, um, so yeah, okay, I have to ask you first. Because you always have the most to say about this. What was it like working with Brian Norton? Uh, hot. Uh, tiresome. <laughs> well. Great fun, actually. Yeah. Brian's a, he's a good guy. He's a demanding sometimes, but that's how perfection comes from, you know, being a hard ass. <laughs> I mean, worse things could be said about you, but I'm sure. I'm going to end it with this. He's my brother now, so. Aww. Heart, ocean, hashtag adorable. He just says that because he wants to be in my next movie. <laughs> nice. Promotion. Promotion. Priority point. <laughs> How about you, Athena? Um, well, I enjoyed working with Brian for sure. Um, the whole crew was really awesome, man. We had a great cast and a great crew working with us, and you know, which makes it enjoyable to actually show up and film and do what you need to do but at the same time yes Brian was strict enough to where he made sure that everybody was kept in line including his roommate so <laughs> um, so wait 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 wait, wait. Tell, yeah. tell us about the roommate situation nothing I'll let you handle okay you were, well, you, you were there uh, the roommate was not being very um, uh, how do I want to say this considerate um, yeah considerate of what we were doing and so he would try to take a shower, use the bathroom, or, I mean, several things. He would start arguing and know that that was putting us behind schedule and stuff, you know. So he was just being rude and inconsiderate, and uh, I think Brian had every right to get frustrated with him. 
And we were all getting a little frustrated. I think we all kind of wanted to yell at his roommate. <laughs> well, the, and also the thing about it was it was a brief scene that we could have done pretty quickly. Yeah. And uh, he started saying he was going to go take a shower to get out of the way, which maybe might have been a considerate thing. But when I explained to him that the shower wouldn't work, you know, with the sound, he just didn't understand. Yeah, it's definitely frustrating with anyone that does audio because you're trying to kind of keep it even kill, you know? And when you've got some dipshit in the background taking a shower, moving around, doing stuff, they don't think it's that big of a deal, but it the mic picks it up. So Roger, you're trying to talk to if someone. you're watching this, you're not a dipshit. Oh, oh, I didn't even know we were naming names. Okay, I'm just, Roger, you're adorable. We love Zeus. Yeah. I had no problem with Roger. No, I love Roger. <laughs> I don't think Roger's he, awesome. He has a really he cool here? computer. No, yeah, he was right. there. He's got a great I computer no setup. I bet you, I could see him sitting over there playing some MMOs with his like ten screens. <laughs> got a weather machine antenna. Well, speaking of sound <laughs> and editing sound, Doug could uh, talk about. Oh yeah. That. Yeah, Doug. <laughs> Hiding over there behind the camera. <laughs> That's what he does. Yeah, it was. Uh, there's actually footage I have to find. I'm gonna add it to the blooper reel of Brian's big argument in the apartment with Roger. Oh, great. Well, now it's just got. It's gonna have to be there. Maybe we can uh, insert it into this interview. Well, Christian yeah. Bell moment. There. Yes, we'll cut yeah. to it. Oh my God. Little Christian just Bell moment. Just a couple moment. seconds. Yes. <laughs> That's great. Um, so I'm actually gonna ask this next question. You're all gonna answer it, but I want to ask Steve first because Steve is the founder of the Louisville Gore Club. And he and I have had some many fun conversations about movies. I mean, we're talking top-budgeted movies all the way down to that goddamn Boone Mike has been in every single shot. Why didn't they edit out type of movies? Was that movie Curtains? Remember that one? Oh, Jesus, it was so bad. But so um, good. What? I love Curtains. I don't hate it, but it's just like if you made a drinking game out of it, every time a boom mic appeared, you'd be drunk within the Did first like minutes. Did you see the, yeah, the latest release? Did they try to cut any of that out? I hate when they do that. Just leave it in. No, leave I watched it. I watched don't it. Don't re-edit Evil Dead and make so it look better. They can I subscribe to a fantastic service called Shudder, mm-hmm. uh, which you can get on Prime or anywhere. And they have that on there, and I'm assuming they have the original cut on there but every and that's what they do they get original cuts but every every scene i was like oh that boom mic's green oh that one's black that one's got some red tape around it like it was bad (sighs) but anyway so had you seen the movie and what did you think i was extremely happy because the conditions that we had with the heat time time of year uh, roommates uh, t- uh, money constraints, everything. Uh, I was like, this is going to be fine. Everything's going to be great, you know. Uh, I've seen the other films, and I was like, this is going to be fine. And when we premiered, it was one of the first times. I think we looked at it a little bit when we had You gave us a, a extra copy, and we were like, okay. We'd... But when we saw it on the screen, it was like, wow, it looks awesome. Yeah, yeah. we watched it. Uh, we previewed it before we played it. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I, <laughs> it blew yeah. me away. I was like... This is my kind of grindhouse film. It's exactly what I wanted it to be. You know, a driller killer, basket case look. You know, I mean, yeah. It was awesome. I definitely agree with you. It's definitely, it's a lot of fun. Um, And with that being said, what did you think? Well, um, I really enjoyed the movie myself. Um, It's always interesting watching yourself die and, you know, and stuff in movies. But, you know, it's fun getting covered in blood, so whatever. But, um... (laughs) Some people uh, yeah, when we fun. premiered it at the Gore Club, I'm with Steve. When we played it at Gore Club, 
It got a... No, at the premiere. We didn't premiere it at the Gore Club. I'm sorry, not yeah. at the... Days Gore, of the Dead. Gore Club Louisville. hosted the premiere at Louisville Days of the Dead. Which yes. was sorry. amazing. So anyway, when we did that, yes, seeing it on the big screen made a huge difference Like than just watching it at home. It was, you know... A lot more bold when you see it that big, yeah. you know. And I mean, people's reactions are great. Oh yeah, we love we love standing by the screen just watching everybody's like reactions. That's fun. <laughs> but you know, it was it was really well made, man. And I'm with him. Like it's a great grindhouse style film, and you know, you can see definitely see some influence of like, you know, uh, won't go too much into that, but lots of good influences like the there and stuff. And yeah. And, you know, I think it's a great follow-up to, you know, the original one. Yeah. And I agree with you, not not saying specific names, but I can think of a film that came out, mm, like, 78. I won't say anything, but it was a very low-budget film. They went in with, like, nothing. Uh, the biggest actor they could find was, like, the daughter of another big actress. <laughs> yeah. Right, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they went in there with a very, very low budget, and everyone said they were going to fail, and they weren't going to succeed, and, you know, here we are 40 years later going... It's a cult classic. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think ultimately, the film turned out more fun than I expected it to be. Like, especially for the whole subject. But I guess a movie about an obese woman killing people because she's, you know, a hungry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, there's just something humorous about that anyway. But I just feel like the flow of the movie turned out the way I wanted it to. We've heard yeah. my theory of why Ethel's so angry. She's hangry. Well, she's hangry, but she had to eat all that toast with no butter. <laughs> that would make me fucking angry. I'm just saying. Like, mouth like a Not to mention the four pieces of toast she had to throw away. <laughs> she ate all that bacon. She could oh, have given herself... Toast. Yeah, the burnt toast. Oh, Dixie, you're not here right now, but she could have given herself a heart attack from all that bacon she had to eat. Well, she didn't, she didn't end up having to eat the whole thing. That's good. Um, but she did have to eat a lot of cold eggs. Ew. So, I uh, props to Nancy. Yeah. yeah I don't even like warm eggs, so. Yeah. <laughs> eggs are weird. How about you, Shannon? What did, uh, what did you think? Have you seen I it? I loved it. I loved everything that I wasn't a part of. Like it, That amazed me more because when you, when, you, when you film your own stuff and you see yourself, it's like, oh, yeah, that was, that was a fun day. But when you see stuff that you wasn't there for, it, like, it's just totally different. So, And I'm my own worst critic. I think my performance sucked, but that's just me. <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, you were definitely, uh, you played your character very well. I definitely wanted to come through the screen and nut punt you. I was, I was ducking a couple times. <laughs> I myself. Yeah. <laughs> no, you did a good job. I mean, I, I definitely, everyone sold their parts. I can definitely say that for sure. Uh, so with that being said, um, Shannon, how, uh, how was it working with the cast? I had no problem with any cast. Uh, me and Brian kind of Bumped heads a little bit, but not much. If you can't see Brian, well, you can't see Brian. Well, actually, you can, but if you're listening to the audio portion of this, you can't see him, and he rolled his eyes and kind of <laughs> like a furious anyway, eye roll and a middle finger. <laughs> but but if it wasn't for that argument, it would have it sucked, and it wouldn't have turned out as great. So thanks, Brian. Good times. Okay, so uh, how was it working with the cast, Athena? cast was awesome man everybody that was part of it was a lot of fun to work with and you know i got to work with a bunch of new people that i've never worked with before and i think that's one of the fun things about independent film is that you always get to work with new and upcoming 
actors and things, you know, so that's really fun getting to know these people. And now we have, like he said, we're like all kind of family now. Mm -hmm. and every time you work on a movie, you come, you kind of become family with those people because you spend so much time working on this project that you're all putting your effort into and everything. And especially at independent films, you know, there's very uh, little wiggle room and stuff. So you learn how to really work together and it's a huge team effort. And so because you go through all those things together, you end up pretty tight at the end of everything. So I, I think that's why I like independent films because there's no big studio behind it. There's not a big giant. I know every face that has a name. Like I don't know huh. just your name. I know I have a face. I can talk to that person. Unlike yes, and like big studios where you don't fucking know who's like passing orders down to who. Right. You know. No, it's coming right from his mouth, and yeah. that's the only one that matters. So. So, so and and speaking of you know independent films needing backers, um, I got some questions for you, Mr. Dorton. So, when did, what year would you say you decided you wanted to make this film? Um, around 2010 or 2011, and that is when uh, I got in touch with the company that put out Criminally Insane, aka Crazy Fat Ethel, on DVD, I'm talking about the original one, mm -hmm. and I... Uh, emailed them and I wasn't expecting to hear anything and then about two weeks later I uh, got a call from Nick Millard the director and writer of the original told him my ideals we talked for about an hour and after that I got the contract in the mail Basically. And I hate to say this, but not too long after, didn't the original writer or director pass away? No, no, no. He's still alive. But the original Ethel, Priscilla Alden, she passed away. That's after. what I was thinking of. I knew someone from yeah, the original. Yeah, 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 she passed so away. So Criminally Insane, was that the whole name of the feature? Wasn't it like a, like an anthology type movie? Um, no, Criminally Insane was a 60-minute film. Okay. He shot that one on film, and then there was a sequel. He shot uh, 10 or 12 years later, something like that, on video. Okay. Um, and then it's on a double feature um, with Satan's Black Wedding, and then there's a bonus film. Which Maybe that's where, because some people, some people do have a misconception of The Criminally Insane that it is an anthology film. And I think at one point it was packaged that way. So. It is sold that way. Uh, the original uh, Nick Millard told me that wasn't an official copy or something. Like maybe he's not, maybe he didn't sign anything or he's not getting royalties on that specific edition. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's sold with Satan's Black Wedding and Criminally Insane, and then Criminally Insane Two is a special feature. So from the time you got permission to basically make the film, when did you actually start shooting the film? Um, well, I'll go back to 2011. Um, I knew it was going to be difficult to cast the lead part in this movie. Um, and we just didn't have anybody in mind. We didn't know who we were going to get for the lead. Um, you'd think living in the South, there'd be plenty of big women out there just ready to go, but <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't the case. You need to go to Dixie Highway. <laughs> right. So, Shadley. Doug and I uh, 
we started uh, making a short film, and it was called Big Debbie. Well, Big Debbie turned into Trashology, where we uh, made two more short films and merged them all together. And uh, so we weren't really just like sitting there not doing anything. We made Trashology. We uh, produced the Horror Network, and then we did pre-existing conditions, and and then I was like, you know, it's time to just really go full throttle into figuring out what we're doing with this film. I'm going to tell you something right now. All of you sitting here may not know. Uh, Shudder, you've all heard of it. It's a horror subscription service. Mm -hmm. Your horror uh, anthology. Horror Network. Is on there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's on there. I was, like, oh, really excited yeah. for that. I saw that on there, and it was, like, it was one of the curator's picks. Oh, okay. I knew, so it, yeah. I knew it was on Amazon Prime, but I didn't know it was on Shutter. That's yeah, pretty cool. It is. It was, a, it, was, it was a curator's picks for something, but it was on there, and I was so impressed. And I was like, yay. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So, so, anyway, um, I was at Horror Hound in, I think, Cincinnati. Could be wrong. I was with uh, Jerrica Horn, who's been in some of my other movies, and we were walking around. She said she wanted to go uh, see her friend Dixie. Aww. So we go up to Dixie, who she sells stuff at. She did. She used to do like necklaces and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And so I go up there, and I'm like, I'm looking at her, and I'm like, because she's actually, she was actually glamorous. She had makeup on. And she's nice, always glamorous. Yeah, she yeah. had nice clothes and everything. I was like, I wonder if you stripped all that away. <laughs> you know, what what might be underneath of there. Put her in a Walmart, like, sleeper. Right. A boo-boo. So basically, when we walked away, I said to Jerrica, I was like, I'm going to choke you. So you, how long have you known this girl? And you know I've been trying to cast this part. And she's into horror and she's actually auditioned for a horror movie before and she was like well just friend her on facebook and message her yeah she's really uh into that kind of stuff so i approached it like you know i didn't it's hard to say hey will you play crazy fat ethel yeah you know how do you approach anybody and say that but just that so i approached it like you know you're 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 a lot more prettier than what I have in mind for this part and I don't know if it would work but I, I, I'm trying to see if you're gonna if you're interested in auditioning for this and the first thing she said was you haven't seen me without makeup <laughs> <laughs> so right then I would love Dixie yeah. I know do you know what's funny about that um, I love the fact that she can play such a scary psycho like, if, if I met Crazy Fat Ethel, I'd be like, I'm going to run away because she can't follow me, and I'm going to my car and I'm leaving. She can play such a psycho, crazy killer. And she killer. runs in a movie, so you may not have the best of luck getting away. Ah, uh, you know, I'm short. I'll climb a tree or something. <laughs> um, <laughs> but she's so good at playing this, like, just scary psycho killer, and then you meet her in real life, and she's so sweet, and you're just like, aww. I wouldn't even poke her in the eye, because apparently if you poke her in the eye, she's going to end up on the floor crying like a baby. Yeah, she actually got poked in the yeah. eye in the uh, making of one of the scenes in the uh, hospital. 
Oh. She got oh, was that she, when she was wrestling with that one yeah, chick? she got about Ugh. this much of a pinky shoved in her socket. Ooh, anybody would fall on the floor. No, I mean, anyone would fall on the this floor. This much of a pinky. But I would be, <laughs> some ladies like that, I don't know. But uh, even... In their eye? Not involuntary. It went into the socket. <laughs> in her eye. But that's what I'm saying, like... The side of her eye was just blood. Right? Yeah, she took a picture of it. Uh, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. She does as she's such a sweetheart, and for her to play that psychotic, right. bloodthirsty character, you're just like, that's a good actress. Oh, so after she said, "You haven't seen me without makeup," that's when I knew that there was something here already. Yeah, yeah. And I asked her to uh, take some pictures of herself with her hair down and not fixed and no makeup. And that's all I asked for. Well, she sends me a full-on picture with gown and meat cleaver with blood on her wrists and everything. <laughs> no makeup, you know, and everything. And I'm like, she's enthused about this. And I just really started to like that. And then when she actually sent her audition video, that's when I was like, I think we've got something here. Yeah. And she, she got cast. And I remember the longest time you didn't have nobody. You didn't have oh, Rose, no. you didn't have Ethel, you, didn't have, you had me, that's all you had. Yeah. Tell, us, tell us about uh, Ethel's sister, the actress that plays her. Is her sister or aunt? Her aunt. That's right, it's her aunt. Jenny Coulter. She's been in a few of your films. Yes, and I know I can always turn to Jenny. The, the, there's a little bit of a story, and I'll try to say it quick because I know we're running out of time, but um, the actress who was going to play Aunt Joyce, she backed out day of. And this is somebody I had worked with before, so I trusted her. Mm. Mm. And I'd give her another shot, just for the record, because, you things know, happen. things happen. So, um, I called up Jenny and I said, I desperately need you. We have this house today, all day. We've got a lot of stuff we can shoot for now. But if you can get your shit together and get here, I know you can play this part. I don't need an audition. I know you can do this. So she ended up showing up. Uh, we had actually filmed a lot of the breakfast eating scenes and stuff early in the day. And then when Jenny got there, we, we shot her death and a lot of her stuff. We actually were, the first day was an 18-hour day in that house. You, and you know how that house was. Yeah. Like you said, and you mentioned the candles. Like and what she didn't mention was the candles had never been lit. They were just melting. <laughs> they were yeah, just they were melting. just melting. That's yeah. just, like, I, I have one the, thyroid, so I'd be like, I'm fucking out of here, and I just leave. The <laughs> you tell them about the pig in her. So. Oh, my God. Every story has a pig in her. <coughs> so these pig in we, yeah. we used them to film Jenny's death scene. And Brian, at the end of the day, told me that they were in a tote. He said, set, take these out and set them outside under the porch. You remember the steps? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I set them out under the steps the next day we came back. Oh. Shannon, take those and throw them away. <laughs> so they were green. Yeah. And they had maggots crawling on them. Yeah. Mm. So here's my happy ass walking down the fucking road like this. I seem to remember... You looked like one of the neighbors from the Burbs. I seem, I seem to remember him dry heaving. Oh yeah, that was that was when it was still fresh. It wasn't even rotted yet. <laughs> Better you than me. I'd be walking down the street going drag, drag, drag. Who? Drag, drag, drag. Who? After I knew he had the ant's death, <laughs> and we no longer needed right. the 
the ones that had been taken out of the freezer because we had backup ones in the freezer. But the ones that were out all day, I was like, get those out of the house. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there I mean, was no airflow. Yeah. There's um, another well, famous director that did well, a, a certain zombie film whose name I won't mention. That's why I just mentioned, mentioned it, like Day of the Dead. Yeah, <laughs> like the, someone unplugged the like refrigerator over the weekend, so when they came to do that scene that Monday, it was like, all right, lay there, we're going to put these pig intestines on you. <laughs> oh, shit. And it's yeah, like, yeah. oh, they've been sitting out for 72 hours. I'm going to say they had it worse than we did on <laughs> the this show. Got <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that happens. Well, so, I remember we filmed a couple days after that, and the house still kind of smelled. Piggy. Yeah. Piggy. Yeah, disgusting. I remember coming in and being like, who farted? And you're like, no, <laughs> we just... You, the house yeah, did. a couple of days ago. Not to mention the shit sack. You, know? you all are yeah. literally like the the crew that did the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, the twenty seven. Walking days. in that house yeah. and just being like, I'm gonna work. On it. Yeah. yeah, I couldn't do it. Worse. Oh, that I actually cool. had a moment where I, I literally almost passed out. You could go outside. You sometimes we would go outside to cool off. Because it was that hot, hot inside. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's the funny thing. So, since I, I only have one thyroid, I had one removed for some fun stuff. But anyway. That's fascinating. Ever since then, my smell has been really sensitive. And uh, <laughs> so, like, if I had been there with you guys that day, if I had to do the sound or something, I'm like, I would have had, like, my microphone in the house, a cord running through the window, and I would have been sitting outside doing sounds. Because <laughs> I couldn't have done it. I wouldn't puking in the corner. So... We've got uh, one last question, and this one comes from the director himself, uh, Athena. I actually heard about this film through you. Uh, you also helped behind you heard the about scenes. The film. Well, I did. That's what I'm saying. I I heard about it from her. Uh, she actually made a social media post, right. and I was like, oh. The, the the role is I have to sit at the side and find behind the bar. Well, I've done that plenty of times, so I'd be really good at this part. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> You're right at So you also helped behind the scenes uh, with the extras casting. Um, apparently you did something else behind the series, and what was that? Um, what was that? Makeup, Maybe. No, I didn't do any makeup or anything for this. So you did something with the extras. Tattooed yeah. his ass. Oh, I did. So I you did, did do I some did. special I, effects. I, yeah. <laughs> no. You're the See? one who put the tattoo on Drea's ass. I am the one who put the tattoo She on can Andrea's pretend ass. like she doesn't always do special effects, but she did. I mean, wait, well, wait, 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 wait. What was the name of the, the makeup school you went to? Oh, Lord. Uh, Tom Savini School. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, this is actually one of the first horror movies I've worked on where I didn't act <laughs> and do makeup. Uh, That's true. Yeah, a lot of the movies I've worked you on. You said I've you were done. trying to get away from that. You wanted to do one or the other. I do because it's too much. It's too taxing. Like, I want to be able to either focus on the makeup end of things or I want to be able to focus on my acting and, you know, and stay in character and be able to, like, be conducive with that. So, you know, um, yeah. I still enjoy doing the spe- uh, special effects and stuff, but. Yeah, you know, yeah, I'm keeping them separate from now on. It's a way easier on my stress levels as I approach it. So what's your favorite? When you told me that, I totally respected that because I knew you had experience with uh, special makeup effects, and I was interested at first, but I didn't want to, you know, push you over the edge. Yeah. So uh, I do have to say this, so, but do you prefer acting or makeup? Well, it's interesting because when I first got into the industry back in 2000. 
um, when I started with Toe Tag Pictures, um, I was all in on the makeup and set design and set building and all that kinds of stuff. Um, loved doing it. Did it for years and years and years. But then as I started being in more movies, I kind of started wanting to actually produce and make my movies. So now I, I direct and I, I direct and produce and do all of that now too on top of it. And um, I actually enjoy more of that end of things like acting, directing, producing, all of that. Um, I just feel like my talents are better served that way, even though, like, I was a pretty badass makeup artist. I agree, but, I agree. You know, I still do it from time to time, but I am focusing more on, like, being, like, you know, my own director and producer now. No, I agree with you. I think you're a fantastic makeup artist. Uh, you know, here in town, you used to work at this really fun costume shop. And I don't want to say costume shop. It was more like a costume warehouse. Well, it was considered a novelty store. Love that. Love that place. Uh, She actually used to do this thing where she would do a tutorial for the zombie walk, and I got to come be one of her victims one night, and she, her makeup was amazing. Yeah. Awesome. I'm saying, and she did this amazing makeup, and it was so funny. I ended up, it was on a Thursday, and I ended up at Woodrow's Radio Night up there with his vinyl night and everyone's like oh my god are you okay and i'm like it's fucking makeup do you really think i'd be walking into a bar looking like this if i was really messed up but anyway so fantastic uh you guys are amazing and i'm super excited to announce that the blu-ray is coming out in the winter time right and it's right around yeah. yeah Um, so we're really excited about the release here at Ruthless Reviews, and I mean, and just in the community, period. Um, so I just want to say thank you to you all for participating in this interview, and, uh, congratulations on the Blu-ray review, and, uh, can't wait to see that out there. Thanks. Thanks, Ruthless. Thank you.